Hey, so thanks so much for joining me today. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, you said that when we gathered in your name, you'd be here. And so we're just depending on you that you are. We thank you for revelation knowledge. We thank you for teaching us your way. We thank you and praise you for getting your thoughts over to us. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. I love it when God reveals his thoughts to me. And yesterday I was walking and I heard him talk to me about our message today. And he said, you're almost to the promised land. And on my walk, I was calling those things to be not as though they were. I was saying things that I wanted to happen rather than what was. And in the midst of that, he said, you're almost to the promised land. And today I feel like he's just encouraging us. You know, you've been believing God, you haven't quit. You maybe don't have all the revelation knowledge you need, but he said, you're almost there. He's saying, you're almost there. And you know, he has made us so many promises. And so I'm sure he's talking more than twofold, threefold, and maybe even a hundredfold. I don't know, God is so big. His ways are so much higher than our ways. He said, as a water, and the snow water the earth, his word does not return to him void. So whatever you have um, been believing God for, whatever the promise is, he is going to bring that to pass if you keep believing. So he's encouraging you today. Don't quit. Don't give up. Keep looking at it. Keep saying it. Keep calling that thing to pass. Keep believing. Keep resisting the lies of the enemy when he comes to try to get you to doubt. Jesus said when he came, would he find faith on the earth? And we got to make sure that he does. He said, if you believed, you'd do that greater thing like he was doing, but even greater. And I know what he's talking about in part. He's talking about not just sitting around, you know, not just circling the mountain and being afraid to receive what he has given us, but to go after it, to take it, to take that thing that he promised you could have. And when we take it, we're going to get it. When we take it, we're receiving from him. By his stripes, you are healed. Just take it. He's saying to you today, just take it. It's a promise. And when you get that healing, you're to that promised land. He's coming. And when we leave here, we're going to get to that promised land. He said he'd meet all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And he's saying so many of my children are in debt. And so they're circling that mountain. They're circling that, what am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? And what am I going to wear? Instead of just stepping out on the water and just believing that he is going to meet your needs, he's going to add to you what you need when you take life and do it his way. When you seek his way of doing right, then all the things you need are going to be added to you. You're not going to have to chase them down. You're not going to be, have to, it be having to circle that mountain, going round and round and round, and letting the enemy just spin you around on that merry-go-round. You're not going to have to put up with him when you believe. When you believe, you're taking authority over him. Jesus said those who don't know him would just worry, spend their whole life worrying about what they're going to eat, what they're going to drink, and what they're going to wear. But if we would do life his way, seek his way of doing and being right, 
then what we need, that promise, that's a promise, would be added to us. But when we won't step off of that merry-go-round and just trust him and do it his way, follow his principles in the word of God, then we're never going to be able to walk in that promise. We've got to actually step out on the water and trust him. And how can you really do all that unless you cultivate your relationship with him? And that is really, you know, that I always like to say that is the bottom line. That is your foundation, to have that relationship with him so he can help you get from where you are to that promise. He will help you to step off of that rock and onto the water and help you walk across that water. You know, he said in his word in Romans, it says, you'll never be ashamed if you trust him. I remember when I was walking off that, that cliff or that stone onto the water, and I'm like, I just hope I'm doing the right thing. And that scripture rose up on the inside of me. And he said, you'll never be ashamed. You'll never be sorry that you trusted me. He's always going to come through for you. When you live by faith, he's going to be there. When you live by fear, the enemy is going to be there. And God is saying, take it. Take what I promised you. Don't be like the Israelites. And, you know, he said, I'm coming. This is what he's saying to me to tell you. He said, I'm coming. And we got to get to that place where we have that faith when he gets here. He's coming. And I don't know exactly what that means. That could mean so many things. That could mean you're going to be leaving soon. He's coming before we know it. Um, God's way is so much higher, you can never figure it out. And um, he, he doesn't always make sense, but to us, to the natural eye, to our natural ear. But he does the miracle kind of thing. And so miracles don't make sense. Miracles are his love, his joy given to us, his way, his favor, his grace. He is in love with us. And so he's constantly wanting to give to us. So it might not make sense to get out on the water, but get out on the water because it makes a miracle. When you get out on the water, it'll be a miracle. It might not make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't look like it makes sense. But when you do his word, his word unfolds and his, the miracles manifest in our lives. His way is a miracle every day. Doing things his way is more than you can ask or think. You might have this little plan, you know, to get this thing to happen in your life. You got this objective and you got this thing all mapped out in your head. And But if you knew God's plan for that dream that you want to come to pass, it's not going to make any sense. It's not going to be something that you can plan, but it's going to be you trusting him. He was showing me that in my life the other day. I was thinking, well, if I did this and I did that and I did this, I could make this happen. I really could. And he's saying, uh-uh, I'm not asking you to make it happen. That's not the way I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it the more than you can ask or think way. I'm going to do the dream that you have in your heart. Um, I'm not going to do the compromise that you're thinking you can do to maybe someday get to that dream. But I'm asking you to have faith in that dream, that that dream can come to pass. He's so good. He's so in love with us in Ephesians 3.20. He says that. 
it says that he has super abundantly more for us than we can ask or think. And Ephesians also says that when we walk that path, Ephesians 2.10, when we're born anew and we're recreated and he puts us on that path that leads to the good life. He's got a good plan that leads us to the good life that he has planned for us. And so he's going to put you on that path. And he's saying to us today that we're almost to the promised land. So as I was saying, it's not just one thing. You're almost to that dream. You know, we're almost to that place where he's going to be here and it's going to be the new heaven and the new earth. There's so many places that he can be talking about in our individual lives even. You know, maybe you're believing God for healing of some sort and there is nothing the doctors can do anymore. And if you're trusting God and you're believing by his stripes, you were healed. He's saying, you're almost there. You're almost to that place where he's going to manifest that thing that you've been believing him for. God is good and he is true. And, you know, we, we talked about yesterday, it says in Mark eleven twenty four, if you believe in your heart and say it, if you believe it, it's going to happen. It's not if it's going to happen. It's when you get to that place where you actually believe that it's going to happen. I have so many things in my life that I thought I was believing and God is showing me no because you're acting this way, you're planning this way, you're thinking that way. And when you're doing that, that's not believing in me, that's believing in you. And um, when an, another thing that he was showing me is when we think we're believing something, but subconsciously we're thinking a different thing and we don't recognize it, then we're not believing. And we need him to tell us that. We need his favor, his grace. We need his wisdom. We need everything he has. He is a good God and he's not saying no. He's saying, keep going, come on. You know, sometimes when you're trusting God for something, lots of times, probably most of the time, and it doesn't happen right away, you gotta learn something. And that's why Jesus said, keep on seeking, keep on knocking, and that door will be open for you. You gotta learn something. You gotta learn how to live in his kingdom. His way is a learned way. We have to learn his way. We have to receive his way. We have to apply his word to our lives. We can't just say that prayer and then not do that greater work, not live in his kingdom, not be that witness. It's not just a prayer. It's not just something you say. It's not, um, I'm thinking of lip service. It's not lip service. You don't just say it and then um, not do it. Kind of like getting married, right? You get married and you promise for better, for worse, for rich, for poor, till death do you part. And then in the middle of something, you just quit and you give up and you separate from that person that you made a promise to. And in your relationship with God, it's the same thing. You can't separate from him. You have to be in agreement with him. It's a relationship and it takes time and it takes work, just like a marriage relationship or any other relationship. You have to get to know him. You have to find out what he's thinking, how his kingdom operates, and be in agreement with him. 
you know, he just longs for us to bring his word to pass. He said, if you agree, if you abide in me, John 15, if you abide in me and I abide in you, ask what you will, and it'll happen. It'll be done for you. So we got to work to be in agreement with him. And if you don't know what the word says, if you just said the prayer and you don't know what he thinks, what his word says, you don't know how to live in his kingdom, then you can't be in agreement with him. And then you can't be asking and having that thing come to pass. And then Jesus also said, when that happens, you glorify the Father and you prove to be true followers of his. And so there's true followers and then there's not true followers. The true followers are going to be manifesting God's will. And he's calling us, he's asking us to be a witness for him, to show who he is on the earth. And that's a great work. That's a greater work than just sitting around and providing for yourself, getting a couple jobs and just going in that motion of how the world lives and not proving his will is good and perfect, just sliding along with the crowd and not making a difference. He's calling us to make a difference, to stand up for what we believe, to believe to the place where we have his word manifesting in our life, healing manifesting in our life, peace, joy, contentment, um, prospering in every area of our life, spirit, soul, and body. God has so much for us, and he's saying, get to that promise. Don't quit. Don't give up. Keep pushing, keep striving, and keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. You'll get the revelation knowledge. You know, I want to just point that out. So much of the time, you know, we're thinking, God, why aren't you doing this? When, God, when? Why, God, why? And he's saying, you need this revelation knowledge because that's how you receive. For instance, if you're not calling those things to be not as though they were, if you're not saying what you want, but you're saying what you have, then that goes against um, those those things are contrary to each other. And so you can't be believing one thing and thinking and saying another thing. In the kingdom of God, what you're believing has to come out of your mouth. You have to say it. And then when you say it, then it's going to happen. And if you say it and it's not happening, you might have unforgiveness towards someone. There's all kinds of things that go together to bring that thing to happen. So, you know, even though God is saying, you know, he's encouraging us and saying the promised land is almost here, it's not like he's saying, you know, I'm holding out on you. He's saying, when you get all this information, when you get this revelation knowledge, and you press into that place, your promised land is going to show up. Your promise is going to show up because you took seriously the word of God and found out how to live in his kingdom, put all his principles together, and um, resisted the enemy trying to get you off, like we talked about yesterday. It's your part to resist him. So you got to do the kingdom of God operations, right? You have to do the principles. You can't um, live in the kingdom of God and expect a promise to happen and then hate your brother. You can't do that. Or be stealing all the time. You break one law, you break all the law. And so God is saying, yeah, the promise is here, but you got to believe. And when you believe, not only that, when you believe, then you're going to act like it. Then you're going to forgive. If you believe, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. 
If you believe, then you're not going to have anything against anyone. You're going to work to forgive, to love. So you can, like I was saying, you can say the prayer, say, I asked Jesus to come in my heart. I believe, but you still hate someone. You haven't forgiven them. Then you really don't believe, and then you're not promised eternal life. I'm sorry if that's a shock to you, but you got to think about if you believe, then your lifestyle is going to show that you believe. You're going to have the manifestation of what you believe in your life. So knowing all that, if you would want Jesus to come live on the inside of you, he said when um, he left, he told the disciples to wait and the Holy Spirit would come, God's Spirit would come, and he would empower them. He would come and live on the inside of them. And he would remind them of the things that Jesus said, tell, tell them things to come, be their counselor, their standby, anything that they would need. Jesus said in Revelation 3.20, I'm knocking at the door of your heart. If you would invite me in, I would come in and dine with you. And think about that. If he's going to come in and dine with you, he's going to hang out with you. He's going to teach you how to live in his kingdom. He's going to teach you how to be committed to him. He's going to teach you how to have a love relationship with him and have all that good that he has for us to do that greater work to make that difference, to have those promises happen in your life, his promises to you and to, 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 you and to I, to I and to you, to, to you and myself. <laughs> I don't know why I got that messed up. But anyway, he's so good. He's so in love with you. And um, pray with me, would you, dear Jesus? We thank you and praise you that you are so good. We thank you that you want good for us. And we're just asking you to just come and be on the inside of us and teach us your way. Help us to commit to you and be faithful to you, as faithful to you as you are to us. We love you so much and we thank you ahead of time for coming. We just believe that you are on the inside of us and we just are depending on you to help us to believe so that we can have that eternal life. Help us to believe and to take what we say we believe seriously enough to act on your word. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. In your name we pray. Amen. So God is so good. He's so in love with you. And if you said that prayer, he is living on the inside of you. He really is. And when you start acknowledging him, he's going to manifest himself to you. He's going to correct you, and you want him to correct you. You want him to show you the way to eternal life, to bring glory to his name here. You want him to show you how to get out on that water and how to make a difference in this world, not just sitting on the sidelines taking care of you. You don't want to love you with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. You want to love him. And when you love him, and he's going to show you how to love others. And you're going to be fulfilling all the law. You're going to be in agreement with him because love is his law. He is all about love. He wants to bless you and he wants you to manifest that blessing um, in your life just so you can be happy and to show others how good he is. So if you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know if I inspired you in any way. That would be awesome as well if you'd let me know. Thanks so much for listening today, and God bless you.